0: Where nobody knows your name. Season three is not filmed in front of a live studio audience.
1: Hello and welcome to Where Nobody Knows Your Name, a Cheers podcast. We return to uh, season three to go to episode two, Rebound Part Two. And as the part two indicates, we have to catch up on episode one. This episode was released on the fourth of October,
0: nineteen eighty-four. Yes, it was. And luckily, Cliff gives us a recap of sorts. A, a little opening, and, and it goes along with slides of his trip to Florida.
2: Last week on Cheers, yours truly, Cliff Clavin, postman extraordinaire and happy wanderer, returned from a vacation in the paradisical state of Florida. It was an invigorating and magnificent experience. I'd like to tell you all about it, but certain parties insist I fill you in on the rest of the story. So, Diane and Sam, as you may know, had a little falling by the wayside. After they went their separate ways, Sam went back to his old ones. I didn't happen to get the license of the wagon Sam fell off of, but uh, back to the bottle he went. Diane, on her side, went what uh, we euphemistically call... (laughs) ...and spent a little time in a hospital in the country. After she got out, uh, Coach talked her into coming into cheers to try to talk some sense into Sam. She talked him into seeing a uh, psychiatrist of her acquaintance. Sam agreed, not knowing that said shrink and said Diane were dating steadily, and uh, rumor has it, heavily. Sam, in fact, is uh, laboring under the misconception that Diane still carries the torch for him. And Diane, actually, thinks that Sam is the uh, torchbearer in this situation. You know something? (laughs) I think I may have the wrong batch of slides here. These are my uh, snaps of FLA, huh? Well, you all know what Sam and Diane look like, but a lot of you poor pasty wretches have never seen the old Sunshine State. What we're looking at here is, hey, Alright, who pulled that plug? Right, very funny, Wesley,
1: come on! As we can tell by that masterful writing, it is, of course, Glenn Charles and Les Charles writing. Uh, they know the characters well. A very right, in depth view into Cliff's brain there. It's a disturbing place. As well as some nice holiday snaps. It was quite nice, yeah. There's a lovely one of Cliff next to all the sunbathing, which I thought was a bit creepy. The thing is, it wasn't a selfie. No. So I'm thinking, who took that photo? I'm guessing it was um John Batsonburger's
0: real partner.
1: Oh, you think it was a, a genuine holiday snap? Yeah. I think the production team sent them away. they would
0: say i take some photos. <laughs> Just of anything. someone going, are you in cheers? <laughs> One of the photos is of a sign which says Truro, Florida, which is a fictional town in the TV show Flamingo Road.
1: Flamingo Road?
0: Yeah, which was released between 1980 and 1982. Now, of course, that recap follows the uh, cold opening, which is that coach closes up, Norm and Cliff leave, Norm says he has to go home to Vera, Cliff tries to join he as he hasn't met her yet and asks whether Norm is ashamed of Cliff or Vera because Norm says no and Norm says both. They mean, mean. It's mean as ever.
1: <laughs> I mean I'm not I'm not holding my breath that we'll never meet Vera. We've talked about this before. It's like a Captain Manuan's wife scenario. Mm. We'll never see her. Anyhow, an in this <laughs> episode. <laughs> we're, we're back at the bar after that to be continued. And ten days have passed. since so I've been having therapy with
0: Fraser. We got Cream on the brain.
1: Crane on the brain. I almost forgot to say it, thanks to <laughs> Sam's got Crane on the brain. He's also been going to AA meetings, and he hasn't touched the bottle for ten days. He's realised his uh, sort of disruptive ways, and he's uh, on a cleanse. As we got from Cliff's sort of monologue at the beginning, we realise that Sam believes that Diane is still in love with him, Diane believes that Sam is still in love with Pat, but in actual fact both feel like they've moved on. So they're both kind of preempting the other one, going to say they're in love with him. Mm. Which leads to a conversation, Sounds obvious. Yes. Yeah.
0: And this is where it is revealed that Frazier and Diane are a couple.
1: Both of them say that they are over each other at the same time. And then Diane says that she's gone up with Frazier, which meets with the responsive of ew. <laughs> <laughs> and then they go back, back out into the bar to tell the rest of the gang, which is also responding they to respond with the same level of
0: disgust. Ew. Isn't really so funny? Yeah. <laughs> not, not for Frazier or Diane, but you know. After that disgust that is expressed, Carla is angry at Sam because another waitress has left after yeah. Sam's fling with her. So they need a new waitress and they ask Diane whether she'll be working there again.
1: It's almost like episode one all over again. Sam yes. offers the job and Frasier is initially concerned. He says, No, you can't do this. Both of you, bad. For me, it would be bad. And he sort of puts a stop in it. Yeah, this is where Coach comes
0: in. Mastermind Coach.
1: Mastermind Coach individually goes round. All three of them. And plants the seeds that justify why they should. To Sam, he says, if she leaves, she'll have like a breakdown. And then he says to Diane, if you leave, Sam will
0: be on the bottle again.
1: And then he says to Frasier, if Diane leaves, she'll always think about Sam. At
0: least they're here, they'll drive each other nuts, not want to be with each other. And it just shows the mastermind that is yeah. Coach. We've seen it a few times in the past. Yeah, Coach walks away from Frasier. And Fraser's kind of standing there a bit silently goes, oh. No, I'm glad Coach stopped me to ask about
2: career opportunities in psychiatry. <laughs>
1: yes, Harvard is excellent. Just set up some really smart thinking Coach. His mm-hmm. last two episodes, he has been the mastermind. He's mm-hmm. driven everything forward. But I think something which allows Fraser to sort of be a bit at ease, and for everyone to be at ease, is this idea that Sam and Diana are over each other. And they say that there'll be no form of no spark at all. Diane says if she worked side by side to this man for the rest of her life, she'd feel nothing. And then they kind of just take it further and further. Sam says that he would be like a a war or something, and he'd come back and still
0: feel nothing. There'd be a war, and then he'd be in the Prisoner of War camp.
1: Some kind of pirate ship, I think, was mentioned. Yeah, that was a lot. At the end, they agree that Diane will return to Cheers, and everything will be back to normal.
0: Kind of ends with Sam telling Coach that Diane is nuts about him, and as Sam leaves to his office, Coach just goes. What a sad, lonely life you lead, Sam. Because he's the mastermind. <laughs> there is an interesting quote, though, yeah. which is almost at the end, it's 22 and a half minutes in. Frasier, in order to prove that Sam and Diane don't have feelings for each other, goes, Okay, Diane's leaving now. Kiss. That was a bit weird. Which is weird, because I don't think Sam has kissed anyone who he wasn't me He doesn't. He's kissed Carla once, but even then it was when they were wondering whether there could be something.
1: It was very forced. But mm-hmm. I did, like Fraser uh, Frasier and Emma, and that's a healthy start to a yeah. friendship. And i was like,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: never started a friendship that way. <laughs> Which makes me think maybe Fraser needs some help. But I think we saw some of, some of it earlier on with him and Sam in The Office where he was almost doing reverse psychology, where yes. he'd try and push Sam to the edge to see how far he could go. There's also some uh, great lines between Carla and Fraser throughout. And I feel like Fraser's almost met his match with Carla, especially in one of the quotes, which was Carla, why do you keep building walls between yourself and everyone else?
0: Have you taken a good
3: look at everyone else?
1: <laughs> Touche. It's really nice <laughs> to see Carla's brashness chipping through a lot of, sort of the facts. So we've got, uh, again, Larry and Brian. Uh, Larry
0: Harpill and Brian Burke. Again, as customers. Yeah, customer number one, customer number two. Of course, Kelsey back as Dr. Frazier Crane. Yeah. We have PJ Souls as Julie. Souls also appeared in Carrie, 1976. The original Carrie with SpaceX. The Boy in the Plastic Bubble. Halloween, the 1978 version, as Linda. Stripes, Will Murray, yeah. Uh, the Devil's Rejects. And Halloween, 2018, as teacher. So I'm assuming Linda became a teacher and lost all sense of identity because she has no name, now, just teacher. Ethel Sway, which is a fantastic
1: name. <laughs> is this the croquet player?
0: Yeah. Who we see having a tussle on the green? Yeah. It's a flashback to how Diane and Frazier met. Diane and croquet player were playing croquet, unsurprisingly. Diane was going, no, no, you did that, Mom. Yeah, That's not how you went to play. They're about to attack each other with croquet mallets. And Fraser has to rip them apart. Fall on am Yeah. Uh, with with a very calm direction from Diane, Yeah, she loves the sport.
3: I was playing croquet on the North Lawn one beautiful morning. It's a game I learned during my stay there and I got quite good at it. I saw you do that. <laughs> you are a Nazi, Nazi girl. It was You're very naughty. Movie. I saw you do it. it Come on, be a grown up. It was amazing to me how I could just lose myself in the flow of the game. Now I'm annoyed. I found when I played with someone of equal ability, it gave me an appreciation for the nobler aspects of sport and competition. What is this business? No, I'm not gonna play with you anymore. Well, fine, then go to, oh! <laughs> Frasier happened by in the midst of this spirited contest and he stopped to correct a flaw in my swing. <laughs> <laughs> Come and- my opponent on that particular day was as crafty a strategist as I. We really brought out the best in each other. Oh! wait. Get mm. in! Girls! Ladies! <laughs> Fraser remained not only to watch my game, but to good naturedly arbitrate a close call for us. <laughs> I must admit that under the attentive gaze of a distinguished doctor, I lost some of my concentration on the game itself. Who would have guessed that? A leisurely game of croquet would provide me with such a trophy.
0: Ethel Sway also played the uncredited role of Wilbur's wife in Back to the Future.
1: That's the doorbell for trivia. We've got some lovely parcels in this week, James. And some lovely questions inside. Should I kick off? Yeah. Sam describes um, Diane a few times, therefore, uh, for her insanity. And uh, what does Fraser say is a better way
0: to describe Diane in this episode? Oh, he chuckled at like it, doesn't
1: mm-hmm. he? Yeah. Fraser says, I he described Diane scrub his bonkers. And it kind of reminded me again of um, Norman's Conquest, where they talked about you wouldn't go into a bar and talk about marital Blitz. And I feel like we get a lot of that from Fraser already, <laughs> of just sly, sly remarks about oh. Diane, which I think is kind of a little bit weird, how freely he slags off Diane, Particularly that he's a uh, psychiatrist. <laughs> yeah. He walks a fine line. No, he's going to get fired. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe he was in that, like, playing croquet as a patient. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> as metal well. suited up.
0: Similar scene. How does Frazier describe his tactic for the psychiatric session in Sam's office? What phrase does he use? Oh, I don't know. I'm putting you on an emotional pendulum. Uh, yeah. Is that back and forth?
1: In the episode, uh, before Julie quits, sees Diane and says... Or who's Miss God's gift to the world? And coach responds in a very coach way.
0: What does he say? Does he just start talking about some other woman?
1: No, he says, I didn't catch it this year, but I believe it was Miss Kansas. (laughs) Because he thought Miss God's gift to the world was like a beauty (laughs) page.
0: What drink does Frasier order from Sam? Just a lager? No. I'll give you a clue. It's a similar drink that uh, Ned Flanders would drink. An apple apple Appletini. Getting closer. Apple. That's a white wine spritzer. Classic Fraser,
1: crane on the brain. When Diane enters Sam's office, she mistakes the fragrance for his new cologne. But what is the fragrance? Roach poison. Yes, a roach spray. Which Sam then smiles and goes, ooh, not too bad. Ah, this is alright. Hello, ladies. And that bow means it's the last call at the bar, James. How are we feeling after this episode? I guess we've got our drink.
0: Yeah, I feel we're on a good... Instead, I think, as opposed to the opening episode of season two, this one feels like it's closer to season one in terms of plot. Except we know the characters now, so we can do deeper stories.
1: I think kicking off with a, a part one and part two has been quite good, you know? Yeah. It's given a bit more length to set up those pieces. And I guess they had to build quite a bit into it off the back of the last season and then yeah. uh, write themselves out of some of the points that they've put in there. But yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. We've got Crane on the brink, Frasier Crane, who is excellent. He has come in, he's slagging Diane off straight away. He joins in with the bar. It's everybody's Frasier Crane. Everybody, yeah, everybody's Frasier Crane. <laughs> if only they had a, some kind of sitcom where everybody was Frasier Crane. I wonder what that would be called. Mr. Crane. Uh, of course, Crane on the brink. <laughs> <laughs> no question there, James. So what drink would we order? I think a
0: white wine spritzer.
1: Change them. Uh, so we'll lift our white wine spritzers to uh, Frasier Crane as a great addition to the cast. Sam's recovered 10 days. He's back off the bottle. He's back on the wagon. We'll uh, raise our drink also to Diane to return to the bar to Carla. Still talking away. chef. They've worn lot a
0: tray, by the way,
1: these glasses. Yeah, don't have that many hands. Well, I'll just do the same glass again, Jim. <laughs> um, ah, you're smart, John. <laughs> and we'll also uh, raise a glass to you, the listener. Thank you for listening to Where Nobody Knows Your Name. a Cheers, podcast.